Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, so that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 80 on page 441. Hear, O thou shepherd of Israel, thou that lettest Joseph like a flock. Show thyself also, thou that sittest upon the cherubim. Before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up thy strength and come and help us. Turn us again, O God, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry with thy people that prayeth? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and givest them plenteousness of tears to drink. Thou hast made us a very strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Turn us again, thou God of hosts, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt, Thou hast cast out the heathen, and planted it. Thou madest room for it, and when it had taken root, it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the boughs thereof were like goodly cedar trees. She stretched out her branches unto the sea, and her boughs unto the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedge, that all they that go by pluck off her grapes? The wild boar out of the wood doth root it up, and the wild beasts of the field devour it. Turn thee again, thou God of hosts, look down from heaven, behold, and visit this vine. And the place of the vineyard that thy right hand hath planted, and the branch that thou madest so strong for thyself. It is burnt with fire and cut down, and they shall perish at the rebuke of thy countenance. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, and upon the son of man whom thou madest so strong for thine own self. And so will not we go back from thee. O let us live, and we shall call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts, 
Show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we end at the fifth chapter of Isaiah. Now let me sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved regarding his vineyard. My well-beloved has a vineyard on a very fruitful hill. He dug it up and cleared out its stones and planted it with the choicest vine. He built a tower in its midst and also made a wine press in it. So he expected it to bring forth good grapes, but it brought forth wild grapes. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge, please, between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done to my vineyard that I had not done in it? Why then, when I expected to bring forth good grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes? And now, please let me tell you what will, what I will do to my vineyard. I will take down its hedge, and it shall be burned, and break down its wall, and it shall be trampled down. I will lay it to waste. It shall not be pruned or dug, but there shall come up briars and thorns. I also commanded the clouds that they rain no rain on it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah are his pleasant plant. He looked for justice, but behold, oppression, for righteousness, but behold, a cry for help. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud, the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 23rd verse of the 21st chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now when he came into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? But Jesus answered and said to them, I will. I also will ask you one thing, which, if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John. Where is it from? From heaven or from men? And they reason among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Then why do you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the multitude, for all count John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus and said, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. He did not go. Which of these two did the will of his father? They said to him, The first. Assuredly, I say to you, Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that the tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. 
the tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe him. Here's the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness for the glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Uh, I'll try to keep this short so you can get back to the Super Bowl. Um, today's lessons seem to... It seems the 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 people who put together our lectionary in the the forties um, went through the Bible and looked for anything that said vineyard to uh, to go with today's uh, uh, communion lessons for uh, Septuagesima, where we today we had the the lesson or the the Jesus giving the parable about the the workers who he went out to to find and he paid them a wage of a denarius and then he went an hour a couple hours later and so we have that story of working the vineyard and then tonight we have the imagery of the vineyard in our psalm and then our old testament lesson and the thing is our from communion this morning our lesson was likening the vineyard to the kingdom of heaven where in our Old Testament today, the vineyard is Israel itself. But the the one thing that we could connect all these lessons tonight is 
this idea of what it means to be in a relationship with God. You know, Israel had this profound relationship with God that was different from all the other people who've ever lived on this planet. They had a deep relationship, a covenant with God, and they were supposed to be fruitful. It was supposed to bear fruit in ultimately in holiness. And the problem was they only saw it in terms of this world, what they would get out of this world. And so they were punished for it. And so the God allowed all these nations who are much more powerful than Israel to have their way with Israel. If they were going to be unfaithful to him and they weren't going to realize how much he was holding them up, he was going to remove his hands and let things take their course. This is the natural result of humans interacting with humans is death and destruction. This is what happens when God removes his grace from us. We are at the mercy of this world instead of being masters of it that we think we are. And so therefore, this imagery of the vineyard, of trying to be fruitful and working in the vineyard, is particularly powerful from our, our lessons from this morning in that Israel is that those workers who are there first. And they're looking at their relationship with God as what they get out of it in the end. How much in, in our parable, how much money do I get at the end? When the entire point that Jesus is making both then and in tonight's lesson is that being in the vineyard is the kingdom of heaven. Being in a relationship with God is the thing. You know, if we think back to those, those guys who were looking for work in the village, they weren't out having fun at this time. They weren't doing something else. They were filled with anxiety. Here they were looking for work and couldn't find it. They were filled with doubt and fear about being able to feed their families. And so this being able to enter into this vineyard was the blessing itself. And so from our tonight's lesson, we see that the criticism that Jesus is receiving is he's turning it on his head saying that you know, here are all these sinners who are, are finally realizing how bad their lives are outside of this. And it's something that we can, it's a danger we can fall into is to see that the, the non-Christian life is somehow fun. You know, going to parties and drinking and doing drugs or whatever is somehow getting away with something. So a sinner coming in, there's a certain tendency to see them as, well, they've gotten away with it. You know, it's like seeing a person who has a deathbed conversion. Well, we who are in the kingdom and recognize it, see that as a great thing, that they finally came to their senses and entered into the kingdom. They didn't get away with something. They were in torment and they finally realize it. So we rejoice at it and then are still somewhat sad that that took them so long and that they couldn't enter into it beforehand. So the point is that it's being in the vineyard 
It's being that working with God, with Christ in us, is the entire point of it. And it's not what we get out in the end. It's what we get every day, right here and now, in our relationship with Christ. Just some thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. And we'll take a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intercessions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have